following is a live copyrighted presentation. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time now for RadioLawTalk.com with your host, Frederick Penny, attorney at law. And now, RadioLawTalk.com. Welcome, everybody, to the most exciting, entertaining, and only sometimes informative show on earth. It's August 16th, 2022. Uh, this is Frederick Penny, your host, and I got my co-host, Denise Dirks. I'm sorry, August what? Six. August sixth. Six. What did I say? Sixteenth. Oh well, I, I, there's a there's a magical one in front of the six. August sixth, two thousand twenty-two, with Todd Cute and Denise Dirks, my co-host, and our producer Cal Hunter. You know, we're going to have a wonderful show today. A wonderful show today. I'm excited about it. There's there's some interesting things to talk about. And and you know what? Those of you, by the way, if you want one of our shirts, call us at eight five five Law Radio. And that is 529-7234, or email us at info at radiolawtalk.com, and we'll send you a shirt. And here's the thing, free of charge, by the way. Are you Yeah, serious? I'm serious. But here's the reason I say that is because one of the shirts says, when you're tired of politics radio, tune into Radio Law Talk. Because we talk about the law, we like to talk about both sides, but there's <coughs> definitely some int- <coughs> excuse me, interesting political things going on here that we're going to talk about. Obviously, Alex Jones, and then we've got... The uh, issue of um, uh, Brittany uh, Griner, and you know, <sighs> you know, I'm gonna wait to talk about this, but my wife and I love my dear wife, but it's let's go to China, let's visit China, let's go visit part of Russia, let's visit part of no negative <laughs> negativity. <laughs> my wife always gets mad because she wants to go all over the place, and I'm really happy staying in the United States, as imperfect as we are. You know, it's pretty tough in other countries if you get caught doing something right and i just uh um and i do have uh, by the way i do know professional athletes that play in china and i'm not ri- here to rip on china but i just think with the political things going on man just stay home <laughs> stay home but we're going to talk about that wait and is there no european basketball italy is, israel and, i mean are yeah. there not options outside of russia no, there are, but it's just what, what we're going to get into Brittany is she she has a team there, and she plays for a team, and that's what these athletes do. Sure. I know a lot of athletes that play all over the country, all over the world, right? And she just went there to help her team in the playoff game. But you know what? It's the with the political climate going on with Russia now and Ukraine, and oh, man, you just don't want to get stuck in that. And we'll we'll discuss that uh, when we come, when it comes down to what what's going on with her case, what we think is going to happen. Talk, talk to some legalities. I tell you, another interesting one that we've been talking about for the past 15 minutes um, is, and especially Todd Cunin, former prosecutor for the DA's office in Tennessee and California, and and now does uh, some public defenders uh, stuff and defended uh, those uh, allegedly um, found liable for crimes, is the uh, Speaker of the House's husband had a DUI um, in California. And Todd has some interesting spins on what, even Denise brought it up, the the family law attorney even thought about it, you know, and she had it (laughs) nailed when she walked in. She goes, what about this? And I'm like, wow, I didn't think of that. And Todd's like, that's exactly what I was thinking. So hang on, when we talk about that, 
you're going to find out some really interesting insights about DUIs. That's true. Yeah, or some in other states, they call them DWIs. So same thing. We're going to discuss that. Oh, come on. Yeah, uh-huh. And then um, remember, seek counsel. We're not giving legal advice. We're talking about general topics of law. Go ahead and use us when the in-laws start to quote things and they say, they say, when it's the they say. So that's the only thing we care about. Uh, Cal, how was your weekend? It was great the whole week. week I was week, I, I mean. was out of the state. I was in Utah oh. at a conference I go to every year and love oh, doing I that. Remember that? Yep, got to see my my daughter and her new home. Got to see my sister and her family it, and my brother who came in from Wyoming. It was a wonderful time. Well, let me tell you what's more important than anything about seeing family. What, what? And I saw it. You went to our sponsor. Iceberg Driving. I did. You went in, and uh, had a where oh, it was in, in Syracuse, Syracuse, Utah. Yeah, so a brand new, beautiful building. And you had what? You had a milkshake. Or I what? had a miniature baby cheeseburger and a milkshake and an order of fries. Yum. And the and, fries are so oh, good. they're delicious. And it was the enough milkshake. for Donna and I easily. Oh, <laughs> it was really good food. I'm yeah. telling you, their fries—they've got a coating on it. It's not like a normal fry. It's got like a. I don't know what you want to call the coating. So when it's fried, it's got this battered. Cr- yeah, it's like a batter. It's it's not a full batter, but like a half batter. It's something. It's a it, it's it, a mild coating, but yes. it is actually a coating of delicious. Is oh, what it is. So. <laughs> that's you do not go to the cardiologist after you have that. That's well, for sure. Yeah. But Denise, I think you have to have one of those sometime if you ever go you to do. one. Yeah. Todd, I think have you been to an iceberg drive-in? I, I have not, but I have gained weight just watching your videos <laughs> yes. on iceberg drive-in. <laughs> yes, I, I see one of those with the what is it with the ice cream exceeding the top as an ice as if an iceberg was coming out of the water it exceeds the top of the cup and you look at it and you go well okay may as well dive in here 1200 (laughs) calories (laughs) it is it's like one time they actually did a test and i saw it it was on the news in california and they did one of those iceberg. Now, the key of, of an iceberg uh, milkshake is how thick it is. It's so thick, you can tip it upside down, and it doesn't move, right? And what's weird about it, people are like, well, how does it stay so thick? And people have always wondered this, and I got the secret. Here's the secret of iceberg driving. And if you don't have an iceberg driving in your, in your state, you need to call them. Start and, one. And start one, because <laughs> they're looking for franchisees. And by the way, we're allowed to do this. We're pitching. This is... One of our, this is just, you know, obviously a sponsor. So, um, and, but they did it down a water slide. They went down a water slide to see if it would stay upside down. And I remember watching it and I was there when they were filming it. And the problem was, is the filming, and it was on the news live. <laughs> by the time they got out there and it was hot out, <laughs> and, and by the time it's like, Guys, look, you've been sitting here for 15 minutes out in the sun. The thing's going to f- melt, of course, you know. And sure enough, it did fall down. But that thing is what's called double cupped. If you get an iceberg drive-in milkshake, it's got its cup that it's in, and then it sits in another cup. Why do you think, okay, do raise they, do, your, wait do, do they give sizes in the cup? Yes, no, the big, the big, the, the big cup is holding the smaller cup. What, but what, what lettering do they use for the sizes? I think they're double D's. Um, okay. But anyway, what? <laughs> oh my God! That no, a it's a double. Up? That's what they call them. The second one. Um, so here we go. Come on. Would you, okay, now stop and listen to me. This is important. Do you know? Just raise your hand. Why they double cup? Does anybody know that? Todd, stop. 
Do you know why they double cup? <laughs> to hold all the material. <laughs> to, to avoid a sprained wrist? I don't know. <laughs> Denise, um, do you know? For insulation. Denise nailed it. So what happens in, in oh, milkshakes, you don't realize when you get it, because they t- explained this to me, the CEO told me this. <laughs> when, you, when you get a milkshake, what's the first thing you're doing? You grab it and hold it. Sure. And your hand it's has warm. got warmth, mm-hmm. and it starts to melt it immediately. And when you double cup it, you're holding the outside, and therefore the milkshake stays thick and creamy and good longer. Hey, baby, I'm just helping you stay warm. Come on, don't act on me. Oh, <laughs> so anyway, but that's the, that's the double cup. So go get an iceberg drive-in. That's exactly what we do. We, 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 we digress. We're also going to talk about Naomi Judd today, and her will and trust came out, and Denise is going to talk about that. Uh, not anything that we didn't expect, but some interesting things about that. We got to, you know, look, it's... <sighs> It's like the, you know, the elephant in the room. We got to talk about Alex Jones. We got to talk about that. Uh, and then Brittany Griner, uh, Kevin Spacey, Giuliani. We got golfers suing the PGA. We got a lot of stuff today. So hang on. We're going to be back with a great show. I'm your host, Frederick Penny. You are listening to Radio Law Talk. And by the way, our case or no case also has a sports spin. So you won't want to miss that either. All coming up this hour right here on Radio Law Talk. Uh, by the way, streaming free at radiolawtalk.com should your local station not carry the entire show. So we'll be back in just a little bit. Hold on. Radio Law Talk. Radio Law Talk. This is Radio Law Talk. Commercials and other announcements aired on Radio Law Talk contain the opinions of the sponsor. The airing of said announcements on Radio Law Talk does not constitute an endorsement. The announcements may contain claims that are not intended to treat, diagnose, or cure any disease. These claims have not been evaluated by the FDA. My name is Frederick Penny of Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. I've assembled an excellent team of highly experienced personal injury trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. At Penny & Associates, we will aggressively represent you and your family when someone has been injured in an accident. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. For a free initial consultation, go to PennyLawyers.com or call 1-800-616-4LAW and ask for Frederick, Stewart, Rob, Kevin, Kent, or Will. That's Frederick Penny at Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers, one 800 616 for law. I've got to get my car washed. This dirt, it just won't do. But I don't have no time today. I don't know what I do. And I know this place right down the road. Quick, quack, car wash. Uh-huh. Hop inside, let's take a ride and watch this cat and shine. Just come and see, I guarantee your ride will steal the show. Come on, quick, quack, car wash. Don't drive that dirty car. Uh-huh. Quick, quack, car wash. They'll have you looking sharp. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. 
If you're one of those independent people who want your own business and you love food service, we just might have a great opportunity for you. Iceberg Drive-Ins. Iceberg is famous for its thick shakes and delicious food. We lend you our supply chain and expertise, and you can potentially have a thriving, successful, fun business that your customers will love. Iceberg Drive-Ins has some prime areas available right now, so if you're interested, get in touch with us right away. Go to icebergdrivein.com and click on the Contact Us button. Iceberg Drive-In, ready to grow with you. Keep listening for an exciting offer from U.S. Med. If you're living with diabetes and using insulin, you know the pain and inconvenience of pricking your fingers over and over again by wearing a small remote device called a continuous glucose monitor or CGM. You can reduce the pain of pricking your fingers right away. If you're testing your blood sugar four or more times per day, injecting insulin three or more times per day, or using an insulin pump, Call today and learn about the latest CGM technology. 800-251-7560. 800-251-7560. We'll tell you all you need to know about CGMs. A CGM can immediately reduce pain. It's accurate, easy to use, and helps you make better diabetes treatment decisions. And with insurance, you can get a new CGM at little or no out-of-pocket cost. Call now to learn more. 800-251-7560. 800-251-7560. Plus, get free shipping and we'll bill your insurance company for you. CGMs are the newest in diabetic technology. They can help you stay in range and manage your diabetes better. Call now to receive your new continuous glucose monitor at little or no out-of-pocket cost. And delivery is free. Remember, if you're testing your blood sugar four or more times per day, injecting insulin three or more times per day, or using an insulin pump, call today and learn about the latest CGM technology. Call 800-251-7560. Copays and deductibles may apply. 800-251-7560. That's 800-251-7560. Sponsored by U.S. Medical Supply. I like the Amargosa Valley. Is this real life? This is a great time to call the show. 855-LAW-RADIO. That's 855-LAW-RADIO. By the way, Denise, I think we told you that I got four points last five. week. You said five. Five. I got five, and Todd got two. Whatever I sent to you. Four. The most famous thing we do on Radio Law Talk is case or no case. Now it's time to play case or no case. Yay! All right. We are not going to start a debate because Muhammad Ali was undoubtedly the greatest boxer of all time. Fox Television agreed. And in producing a promotional announcement for the Super Bowl, they put a bunch of goats together in a promo. Michael Jordan, Tom Brady, Willie Mays, Babe Ruth, you name it, every goat they could think of. Golfers, Arnold Palmer, and they put him in a quick montage. Ali's attorney saw the promo and asked the champ if he had authorized the use of his image. Ali and his family members thought about it for a little bit and said... Uh, well, not that I can think of. And the attorney said, they owe you some money. And Ali said, are you sure? It was a compilation of the greatest of all time. And I think I belong there. What's the problem? The question is, case 
or no case, Denise Dirks, you get to go first. Welcome to the show, and hi. Welcome to the case oh, or no I'm case. Oh, I'm so glad I'm back. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this is a, qu- a case about whether or not Muhammad Ali can collect money for the improper use of his image. Yes. Well, now that I've framed the question. <laughs> Very nicely. Thank you. <laughs> I am going to say that he authorized it. So this is a scenario and not a case. Okay, very well. Mr. Penny, what say you about the matter of Muhammad Ali vis-a-vis Fox Television? It's about two words, fair use. Because under the laws, whether or not they can use uh, his likeness or name uh, uh, for certain reasons, like uh, they do that all the time. Documentaries will, will use celebrities' names if they do a documentary. Generally speaking, they can do that as a fair use. Um, and I'm, all, I'm, all, I'm for a lot, a lot of fair use stuff. And I think this is an actual... I, I know it was a scenario, but I'm trying to think if Muhammad Ali sued. I'm going to say he did sue, and uh, he lost because it's fair use. Couldn't it also be satire? You know, that one exception where you can, like... Could, yeah. Put... Like, since his face was on a goat. But I remind you, this was a promotional announcement and not a news story. Mr. Cunin, what say you? I just want to clarify this. A a promotional announcement for what? Super Bowl. Okay. Yeah, so, look. I mean, (laughs) you're kind of danged if you do, danged if you don't here, because if if you don't include Muhammad Ali, then it's, well, what about the greatest of all time, Muhammad Ali? Then then you get in trouble there. Exactly. But... uh, Editorially, they were hamstrung as Fox it, was. Exa- right. it, it also it also makes me wonder. You, you know, you know, at the end uh, or sometime during the Academy Awards, and they usually do this at the Grammys. They'll have the in memoriam section, right? People yeah. that we lost the last year, and every year there's like, oh, you didn't include so and so. They probably didn't give him permission. And, and it makes me wonder <laughs> if it was because yeah, we didn't get permit. They didn't get back to us with the permission, Could so be. I didn't want to put their name on there. All that said, yeah, this may be a scenario, but I don't think it's a case. Okay. Don't think it's well, a case. Well, I think uh, I think each of you has presented a wise argument as to whether <gasps> the use of Muhammad Ali in the promo was a case or no case. Who said it was a case? Fred Penny did. I'm going out on a limb. Yes. Oh, oh wow. my gosh! I loved her. I relish in my win. <laughs> I relish in my win. Cal, can you please do me a kitty bump? Something about I win or I'm great well, or th- something. Fred, we already have this one for you. Oh. There, that's a good one. All right. That's a good one. Okay, here's the deal. It was a case, and they settled it out of court, which means that Ali probably just gave him permission and said, listen, I am the greatest of all time. I agree, so that's two points for me, right? I mean, the audacity. (laughs) Was it defamatory? (laughs) You called me the greatest of all time. Oh, no, I would have said he lost. Okay. Yeah, because Cal said they probably just let him do it. Ali probably just let him do it because he wanted to be the greatest. Yeah. So so that would mean that I took Which is what I said. Isn't that Cal? That means I get two points. You're the you're the boss. You got it right. It was a case, and yeah, I mean, but he lost is what he said. Well, it, was no. se- it was settled. Do in I court. have to say yeah, settled in court? I don't yeah, know who won in the victory. Case so. and who wins yeah. is what it goes. All right, so, so let, let's, let's give one. you one point. We'll leave it at that. Okay. And next yes. hour, next hour, a hot old time in Coral Gables, Florida. Ooh. A hot time in Coral Gables. That's a uh, hot time. Uh, Denise Coral gives me that look. No, no, don't worry, Denise. Shuffleboards and bookmakers. That's, <laughs> that's what it is. exactly. Shuffleboard and, canes and bookmakers. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is <laughs> case or no case. You know what's sad, Cal? Uh, that when you talk about shuffleboards and 
and Florida and retirement communities. Yeah. Uh, I have a little more sympathy for them than I used to. <laughs> I have a lot. We're getting there, man. It's okay. I, I went to a Ford dealer when I was in Utah for fun and looked at an a new Lincoln Continental. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you are old uh, on, if you're going to buy a Continental, if you're looking at a Continental. <laughs> the one they did on the Ford Taurus platform. Oh, it's a beautiful car. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. You know, if you get a Cadillac or you get a, a, a Lincoln Continental, you know you're over. It's, it's grandma-grandpa time. It's, it? it's grandma-grandpa time. Oh, my gosh. Well, look, we, we said we were going to start talking about this, and we're kind of toward the end of our uh, segment. But, but Denise, Naomi Judd passes away. It was sad in her daughters are Ashley and Winona, and Ashley's more of an actress, and Winona is more of the singer with her, right? Is that correct? Yes. And uh, she's married. Winona and, and um, Naomi were the team, the right. Judds. And the Judds. And her husband, they'd been married about 30... Since 1989, about 33 years. 33 years, and that's the stepdad. That's her second marriage. Yes. And apparently she wasn't super close. That's... Uh, Naomi wasn't super close to to her uh, husband, ex-husband. So we're going to talk about what happened with the will when it came out and about the family matters. And Denise is going to opine and talk about a few things that she thinks so why and what happens in the future. When we come back at Radio Law Talk, join us, 855-LAW-RADIO, 855-529-7234. Remember, if your local affiliate does not carry all of Radio Law Talk or does a time shift, you can listen live anytime you want at RadioLawTalk.com at no charge, and you can listen to all previous episodes all free at RadioLawTalk.com. Commercials and other announcements aired on Radio Law Talk contain the opinions of the sponsor. The airing of said announcements on Radio Law Talk does not constitute an endorsement. The announcements may contain claims that are not intended to treat, diagnose, or cure any disease. These claims have not been evaluated by the FDA. Medicare rules are confusing. They should be. There are over 130,000 pages of regulations. There's Part A through D, Medicare Advantage, and Medigap. According to the CMS, there are government programs available that can help you pay for your medical expenses. Choosing the right Medicare plan is a really big deal. The wrong choice can cost you a lot of money, and the right choice can put more money in your pocket. Call one of our licensed representatives today. At 65 Plus Medicare, our free service can show you a plan that will maximize your Medicare benefits, ensure you are taking advantage of all available government assistance programs, and save you money. Plus, call right now and get a free report on how to avoid costly Medicare mistakes. Call now. 800-220-7612. 800-220-7612. That's 800-220-7612. Know someone with a drinking or drug problem? Learn how to get sober after we share these stories. I was 35 with two beautiful children when my life and addiction started to spiral out of control. After my divorce, I went into a depression cycle and started drinking more often and using prescription drugs. After my second DWI and arrest, my ex-husband threatened to take our children away from me. 
I was 17 when I became addicted to heroin and meth. I thought I could quit on my own, but I couldn't. It hit me when I was arrested. Get sober now. Your private insurance may cover costs and we'll get you here. It's simple. Just call Elite Rehab Placement right now. Please don't wait. Your life matters to us. 800-918-1376 That's 800-918-1376 You love your dog. Is something bothering him or her and you can't figure out what it is? Maybe they seem slow or lethargic and maybe they just don't have energy. Wouldn't you like your dog to be living their very best life? PetJoy offers a money-back guarantee on all of its products. If your dog won't eat it or you don't see the results you want, just let us know and we'll make it right. Totally risk-free. What do you have to lose? You can't buy PetJoy multivitamins in a store. The only way you can get them is through this unique radio offer. And if you call right now, learn how to get two bottles free with your order. Turn your dog's life around and make him or her a happy camper. Ain't that right, boy? He said call PetJoy right now. 800-711-9218. 800-711-9218. That's 800-711-9218. What's your IRS problem? Do you owe back taxes? Is there a lien placed on your property? Have your bank accounts been frozen or seized? Have your wages been garnished? Are you being audited by the IRS? Are they sending you letters that demand actions and have urgent due dates? Well, solving your tax problems is as easy as calling Taxes 321. The IRS is the largest collection agency in the world. You need the best representation to give you peace of mind. You need experienced professionals that can cut through the red tape and stop the collection process. If you have a serious problem with the IRS, call the Taxes 321 network today. We'll get them off your back. 800-738-0170. Know someone with a drinking or drug problem? Learn how to get sober after we share these stories. I was 35 with two beautiful children when my life and addiction started to spiral out of control. After my divorce, I went into a depression cycle and started drinking more often and using prescription drugs. After my second DWI and arrest, my ex-husband threatened to take our children away from me. I was 17 when I became addicted to heroin and meth. I thought I could quit on my own, but I couldn't. It hit me when I was arrested. Get sober now. Your private insurance may cover costs and we'll get you here. It's simple. Just call Elite Rehab Placement right now. 1-8-1-3-7-6. 800-918-1376. That's 800-918-1376. Oh, that's down. Email the show anytime you'd like. Info at radiolawtalk.com. I-N-F-O. Info. Info at radiolawtalk.com. Dot com. Uh, Naomi Judd. Um, uh, Denise, it's, uh, she passed away and she had a will and a trust. And 
and uh, supposedly, and wh- what did it say, and why did it not really, it didn't really uh, surprise you, and neither did it really surprise me? Well, I think most people kind of had the assumption that um, Naomi would leave everything to her daughters. She has two very famous daughters, Ashley and uh, Winona. And Winona and her um, and Naomi, they were the team known as the Judds. And they had been, you know, pretty much the head of the country charts, you know, off and on for decades. And um, at one point, there was a break in their relationship. And it appears it's because Winona found out that she did not have the father she thought she had. Um, Naomi was married previously to a man named Michael Simonella. And Michael is Ashley's father, but he's not Winona's. And when Winona got pregnant and had her first child, that's when she found out that she didn't have the father who she thought was her father growing up. Um, When she found out who her father was, she set up a time to meet him, and he passed one month before she was able to meet him. So it was kind of a little sad thing. So with all of that going on, um, I think everybody kind of assumed that Naomi was going to at least leave something in her will to her her two daughters, or at least one of them. Um, what happens? Uh, Naomi has been married to another person um, for a very long time, like 33 years, since 1989, and she left everything to her husband, which is not abnormal. That's kind of normal. Um, her husband doesn't have any other children. Um, he identifies as being the father for the two girls, the two women now. And um, it's kind of an interesting um, thing. A lot of people are writing about it, being shocked that it happened and all of that. But um, Naomi, who was, you know, worth $25 million, I mean, she's just providing for her spouse. It's kind of a normal thing to do. And besides, what do her kids need? I mean, realistically, isn't part of a will to care for those downstream who may not be able to care for themselves financially, and but they're doing well, aren't they? Yeah, Winona probably has equal amount of money. Um, I'm not sure about Ashley, but she's an Oscar-winning actress, right? Or at least Oscar-nominated. She is, and you know what? Who's to know? We don't know the behind the scenes that Ashley and Winona said, "No, give it to Dad." Very well, could exactly. Be. Give it to Dad. You know, behind the scenes, they, you know, they probably did discuss it. Let's and, talk about yeah, this. Yeah, and know? it wasn't going to make any difference for them anyway. They all shared, lived at different houses on a family ranch. A compound. But Denise, that. this was an old, older will, though. I mean, it, she didn't wasn't replaced, but it was not something that was done last week. This is fairly old, wasn't it? Yes, I, I don't think she did it. Uh, when she was contemplating suicide. Right. It was several years ago. Right? I think yeah. it was, tw- Where was 2017 it? was the, uh, the the most recent incarnation of that will where, where they updated that, it. That they relied on for... Uh, the purposes of yes. the estate. Yeah. Where was the estate? Where do they live? Where did they live? Tennessee. Tennessee, is it? I don't know. Um, I didn't think so. Sure. I thought it was um, Ashland. Um, I'm, I'm looking it up right now because I want to see what... Uh, People are like, I know, I know, I know, I know where it is. <laughs> I, I know, I know that recently it's been reported that Winona Judge Judd, at least, has uh, reports are that she's expressed disappointment with the will. Oh, so there's speculation that she may uh, seek to contest it, and and a part of that might be based on. Y- you don't know when. I mean, I saw Ashley Judd made a statement that she re- recognizes now that for her mother's entire life. Yeah. 
she was dealing with mental health issues, and now that Ashley's been able to cope with her treatment from her mother because she recognizes that the mother, her mother was going through mental health issues all along. And so then you see that, now you see Winona saying, well, wait a second, if you're relying on a 2017 amendment to the will, or that's the version of the will that gets it out there, the question is, if she's been dealing with mental health issues all of her life, what was her state in 2017? Now, there are plenty of people that testified that they believed, that signed as witnesses, that they believed she was of sound mind when she did everything. I mean, all the I's are dotted and T's are crossed as far as the written paperwork right. is concerned. But as we all know, there's nothing that you can do to prevent the filing of a uh, of somebody trying to contest a will based upon things. You might have great ammunition after it's filed to prevail, but it remains to be seen if Winona will do that, although it is reported she wasn't happy. So Interesting. Yeah. I don't know why she would take that position, though. I mean, I'd, I kind of feel like it's just papers well, trying to create mother, drama. Well, it's her mother, Denise. <laughs> I mean, the reason is it's her mom, and she probably believes there's some affection due there, and since she's no longer there, that affection is represented by material goods. It's just my own opinion. You know, it, it seemed like Naomi always had trouble getting along with both the girls at the same time. As I'm recalling, you know, there are periods that she was really not speaking with Ashley, and then there were periods that her and Winona broke up, and d they didn't talk for a long time. It was a high-drama environment. Exactly, yeah. and I think that's what Ashley finally has come to terms with, and I hope Winona doesn't hold out because of money. I hope it's, you know, I hope she sees, you know, the problems in the past are probably more likely mental illness and that she can come to terms with that. And, and, and I should also... Uh, and no, but nobody disputes that the husband is a great husband. Yeah. They were married for 33 years. It, in the same reports that I saw that Winona was happy, quotes attributable to Ashley Judd are that she's fine with she, she's fine with the way right. that it was, and and it also may have to do with I mean look Winona and her mom they are, they, they are toured connected. together yeah, they they, they 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 were musically connected <clears throat> so that might also have some play right and they they co-owned the Judds. Yeah. Um, they co-owned the Judds with their initial producer, the one that discovered them, and he helped produce all their records, albums, and he also helped to write some of the songs. And um, maybe that's what Winona's upset about, because now where it used to be maybe a two-third decision, you know, and they had the majority, now she doesn't have that. She, it's, it's him and, and Winona together, and maybe that's part of that equation, is she's a little worried about about what's going to happen to their, um, you know, their music. And her, like you said, the voting power now she ha has or does not have. We don't know the facts, but you're right. Now the stepdad is now has a say in what's happening with the Judds, right? Uh, because now he's going to own a part of it, where before it was just supposedly... Um, I don't actually Naomi. know the answer to that. I don't know. That, I don't know. That's what I'm because saying. Because the will, I don't think, addressed the music. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know that. Here's the interesting let me, thing. Let me look that They up. live on a 1,000-acre uh, farm in Tennessee. So okay. that's a, a beautiful. I looked at some pictures. It's a beautiful farm out in Tennessee. But, yeah, what happens now um, and, and, you know, what happens to the farm? Do they, they all stay there and live there or do they sell it? But that's pretty cool. They all live on a – I try to get my kids all to live by me, but, um, you know – a lot of them are pretty smart, especially my daughter-in-laws and stuff. And like, 
Yeah, that's a hard pass. And my kids say, are you kidding me? Why would we want to, <laughs> we want to step out on our own and yeah. do better than you, Dad? And yeah, I think that's great. You know, Mom them. and Dad's normally, though, we like them, we like them close by. We so anyway, we'll see what happens. I'm sure there might be a little bit of uh, a few more. I'm not going to say the word fallout, but there might be some issues if Winona comes out and says, this is not uh, exactly what I thought. You usually know if you're that close touring, you generally know what's in the will, right? You're, you're going to be... A lot of times the kids are involved in discussing it, especially if they're adult kids, but not all the time. So we'll have to see what happens. Um, <clears throat> you know, the, the the gorilla in the room is uh, Alex Jones. And, and I'm going to let's let's talk about Alex Jones a little bit. Well, you have to. There's so much going on in the news. My one of my partners out of a ten, uh, Texas, he's in Austin. He's my partner in uh, a firm. And, and he said, Fred, you got to talk about Alex Jones. I'm like, oh, I don't want to talk about that. But Because, um, by the way, Alex Jones, I saw a picture he had as he was walking in the courtroom. I believe I remember seeing he had tape over his mouth said censorship, you know. So that's uh, even though uh, some things he said were a little bizarre, but whatever. Uh, this is what it comes down to, and this is why it's important to me to discuss, is a weird and interesting thing of saying um, we, we talk about defamation, right? And we talk about um, on a on a just a bizarre case um, of a, of a guy saying something on his radio station uh, that doesn't really fit in the definition of you know defamation, like like a Johnny Depp case, right? And yet uh, he's found. Uh, the plaintiffs prevail. We're going to talk about prevailing and what what happens next with these verdicts. But the interesting thing is, how does that factor in in a case like this? And it's the same basic arguments as, you know, Amber Heard case in this case. So we're going to talk about it when we come back. A lot of people talking about that case and the stunning victory. And we'll have more discussion on that. The Alex Jones case on Radio Law Talk coming right up right here. Stay tuned. You are listening to Radio Law Talk. Listening to Radio Law Talk. Commercials and other announcements aired on Radio Law Talk contain the opinions of the sponsor. The airing of said announcements on Radio Law Talk does not constitute an endorsement. The announcements may contain claims that are not intended to treat, diagnose, or cure any disease. These claims have not been evaluated by the FDA. Have you outgrown your health insurance plan or just not happy with what you're paying for? The number one reason we all change our health insurance is price. Are you paying too much for your health insurance? Would you like to have better coverage at a better rate or at little or no cost to you. Your life needs are always changing, but have you done anything to improve your health insurance for you and your family? Health insurance laws and coverage are always changing and getting better. It's impossible to do all the research yourself, but now it's all done for you for free. So regardless of your age or medical condition, take a few minutes right now and find out if you can save money or even qualify for zero cost health insurance in your state. Call now. Paid for by Cheaper Health Insurance. 800-635-7188. 800-635-7188. 800-635-7188. That's 800-635-7188. I've got to get my car washed. This dirt, it just won't do. 
The best thing about Quick Cut Car Wash is whenever you go through, the smell in your car is always great, and they have super fun lights and colors. But I don't have no time today. I don't know what I do. Your car smells good and it's clean at Quick Quack Car Wash. And I know this place right down the road. Quick Quack quick, quick, car, car, car Wash. Quick Quack Car Wash. Get the Quick Quack Confidence. Hop inside, let's take a ride and watch this cat and shine. Get the Quick Quack Habit. Take a car once a week. Just come and see, I guarantee your ride will steal the show. I like Quick Quack because of the mascot, Quackles. So we sell unlimited membership for per vehicle. You can add a family plan and add an additional vehicle at a discounted rate. Know someone with a drinking or drug problem? Learn how to get sober after we share these stories. I was 35 with two beautiful children when my life and addiction started to spiral out of control. After my divorce, I went into a depression cycle and started drinking more often and using prescription drugs. After my second DWI and arrest, my ex-husband threatened to take our children away from me. I was 17 when I became addicted to heroin and meth. I thought I could quit on my own, but I couldn't. It hit me when I was arrested. Get sober now. Your private insurance may cover costs and we'll get you here. It's simple. Just call Elite Rehab Placement right now. Please, don't wait. Your life matters to us. 800-918-1376, that's 800-918-1376. How would you like to publish and sell your own audiobook? Great stories deserve great storytelling. Audiobook Network provides professional voice actors and full production services for every author's manuscript. You'll choose from one of our many voice actors. Bring your story to life with audiobooks. Consumers are mobile these days, and having an audiobook helps authors reach a larger customer base, which increases book sales. From narration, production, and editing to distribution, promotion, and sales, Audiobook Network does it all for you. We hold your hand throughout the entire production process. We'll create an audiobook that you can be proud of. It doesn't cost or take as much time as you may think. In fact, for us, it's pretty easy. It's what we do. If you've got a published print book, ebook, or even a manuscript, give Audiobook Network Network a call right now and get our free audiobook guide. 800-721-4869. 800-721-4869. That's 800-721-4869. If you pay my fee, I'll take your case. I mean at this time. Now it's time for more Radio Law Talk. You know what's interesting is I love Cal's uh, you, you, on that one that he plays with the kitty bumps. You can hear him giggling in the background. I love that. <laughs> I love it because he recorded that. Alex Jones. Um, so this all stems around, um, this is a Texas jury about the Sandy Hook. Uh, big, uh, what, uh, was it the largest, you know, I'm going to call it murder of children at a school in the history of the That's right. United Sa- States? Sandy Hook going into the elementary school right. in Connecticut. Yeah, Connecticut. Uh, yes, Connecticut. Connecticut, and um, you know, was it 21, 21 people dead, combination of children and educators as a result. And right. Alex Jones, on his radio show, it was Infowars, is his radio show, 
had claimed for years, for not for the number four, for several years, that the whole thing was a hoax. And it, it was the evidence by the government. Yes, the evidence, notwithstanding, to the contrary, he claimed it was a hoax to try to curtail gun rights. And finally, he got sued for that by the parents of one of the six year old victims. And that trial was what was going on in Texas for the uh, uh, last couple of weeks. And, and it was well, a jury trial. That's right. And the jury not only had to decide um, whether or not he caused the defamation or, or and, and damages, um, but they also had to decide punitives. Okay, yeah. stop there. Let's describe how what they argued why it was defamation. It was why fun. was it defamation? So it was it was defamation. So the parents of the six year old argued argued that they were defamed by by Alex Jones' statements, because essentially Alex Jones saying that it was a hoax is calling the parents of the six-year-old a liars for saying that their child was killed. Uh, and, and they also sued for intentional infliction of emotional distress because he continued to do that. And, and one of the things in a defamation case is you, you have, was the statement untrue? You also have to prove some sort of damages, although in this case might have been... Um, per se damages, but the evidence from the parents was that after Jones kept harping on this, calling it a hoax on a show, that the parents received death threats for years from ardent followers of Alex Jones' radio show. So they, they were being incurred, they were incurring additional damages ongoing because he kept spouting this narrative. And, and that, I would say that's big damages. Oh yeah, <laughs> so they a, found him... The, uh, the plaintiffs won in this Texas jury and uh, awarded him $4 million, awarded the family $4 million in damages. But then they had to uh, review and think about what the amount of punitive damages yeah, was. Yeah, or wh what is punitive damages appropriate? They right. had to res at least get to that. And in order to have punitive damages, they have to find that he knew it was true when he said it was false. And, yeah, and malice, and he did this with malice. Right, and so let me back up. So the, the case in the $4 million, the parents sought or asked for $150 million. And, and Jones asked for $8, $1 for every uh, compensation charge that they, that they, they were asked. Um, and so, and, and, and Jones himself basically testified that anything over $2 million was going to, gonna damage him right but go ahead so that happens and, and and you know his whole argument was my just my understanding by the way i don't i've never listened to the guy i don't know his i know he was super popular and and did financially pretty well as a talk show host he's nothing like as great as radio law talk is but not even in the league nobody is nobody <laughs> is nobody is other than the you know the the alien shows are pretty dang good. Anyway, uh, he said $2 million is going to sink him, and he's saying that, look, this was to, to, for the, the government to uh, have gun control over us. And that's what was, I guess, his kind of his argument, right? It, it, it was. And, you know, the, the $8 argument, that was the argument that his attorney made to yeah. the jury. Limit the debt. Now, let's just think about that for a second. Here your client has already admitted during the course of the trial that, that he— um, that the attacks were real and, and that he was wrong to have lied about them, which is an admission that he lied about the whether it was a hoax or not. A and I question the judgment of an attorney. 
given those facts that came out at trial, to go before a jury and make, in my opinion, an absolute, absolutely ridiculous request after hearing everything that's gone on and saying, well, why don't you just award them eight bucks? One dollar for each. I mean, I would rather have my attorney say nothing than to say that, right. which, which right. is just ridiculously insulting, inflammatory and think? insulting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that attorney did other things, too. Yeah. Um, you know, Alex on the stand, and he says... You know, I didn't profit from this. Um, I, you know, there, you know, I produced all the emails I was supposed to produce, and on cross examination, the plaintiff's attorney had emails that Alex Jones' attorneys accidentally released, and they showed that he had profited eighteen million dollars off of this topic right. of a hoax, and um, and that he had money, and he was claiming that he didn't have money, and the judge had admonished him in advance, him meaning Jones, in advance, you can't say you're broke. You can't say you don't have money because that is not true. $75 million a year about. Yeah, Isn't exactly. that right? Something is like he that? making $75 yes. million a yeah. year? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my gosh. And, and, and one email that he had that the attorneys released showed he had made on this issue alone $18 million. So here's the thing that's, that's interesting. We talked about behind the scenes. Fred Penny is a plaintiff's lawyer. I've been around the block a few times. There was a time, and I will never forget this, where in a case, the other side, not us, accidentally released, I'm going to say a little bit damning, not totally damning, but some damning information that was attorney-client that accidentally got sent to us, just like that happens. And you really you have to you have to disclose that because it's attorney client privilege to them to the judge and the judge I remember the judge said no that's not you can't bring that up that's inadmissible just just and so which I think the judge did the right thing to be honest with you I mean that was a pure accident if it, when it is you know attorney client privilege and it accidentally nowadays that's what happens with emails it, it it attached somehow and so the judge said threw it out and says you can't use that. Right, which is why I was surprised that they could use his emails that his attorneys released by accident. But uh, I don't know that they were necessarily directed to the attorneys. So it could have been that it wasn't attorney-client privilege, Right. but it probably did not fall within. Well, it sounds like it fell right within discovery that it should have been, you know, asked for or whatever. But I I love that part. I thought that was fun. But if it's between an attorney and their client, it should be okay. It accidentally went. You know, throw that out, or you can't. You can't ask about. Those yeah, it, unless it's an inaction against the attorney. Yeah. Um, I did have a case. And this is when I was doing civil litigation, where um, these farmers, small little ranch farmers, right? Um, they had to file for bankruptcy, and bankruptcy court said that they committed fraud, and they sued their previous attorney, and. I was involved in that suit, and I go to San Francisco, and literally there are boxes all the way in this room. The whole room is just full of boxes, and I had to look through every single one. It took me three days, but I found it. And the the attorney, he was a junior partner, too, in a big, powerful firm in San Francisco. He had sent all of these, I declare under penalty of perjury, um, um, under the laws of the state of California, to the clients, just blank forms, and had him sign a bunch of them. And oh. then he attached them to different things in the bankruptcy court. Got him. 
we got so him. So wow. you're saying it was, yeah. it was, the it was it, I mean, it took me a long time it's to like find it, that, but I found it. It's like a declaration equivalent of a blank check. It is. Yeah. Well, let's so ju- how can they pin the fraud on the clients with their... Being asked to sign, right, blank, you know, stuff. blank yeah. things under declarations. Jumping back to Jones, so recently, Sorry. <laughs> that's okay. We want to jump back before the, we're about ready to end our in the hour. What happens? The punitive damages come down forty-five million. That's right, yes. forty-five million in punitive damages. I'm going to bring this up, guys. No matter what you think, this is this is one person that sued. There's a lot more people that can bring lawsuits. There's not going to be enough money to go around. So the idea of, of even stupid thoughts being protected speech did not apply in this case. Am I missing well, something stupid, here on the First Amendment side? It was intentional. It was intentional. It was an intentional act, yeah. and he to harm. knew okay, it to okay. be to harm. Okay. not yeah. true. And it wasn't like one time, Cal. He accidentally yeah. said it. This was nonstop. This yeah, was for he made eighteen long million time. off this topic. He made how a long? living off of it. Well, how long was it? Did he do it for a year? Or I don't know. Uh, two, I don't know. It was two or three years. Probably until he got right a cease after. and desist in a lawsuit. He, yeah, he, he continued to harp on it. All right, we're yes, going to be back uh, next hour. We got a lot more to talk about. Hour number two of Radio Law Talk is coming up right here, either live on your local stations or on RadioLawTalk.com. We'll be back. You have been listening to RadioLawTalk.com, a copyrighted presentation of Radio Law Talk Incorporated.